The following podcast contains heavy spoilers of the movie in discussion. We talk about the beginning, the middle, the end, and all the twists and turns in between. If you don't want the plot of this movie spoiled for you, stop right now, go see the movie, come back, and listen to us afterward. We'll wait for you. 11-year-old Margaret, Abby Ryder Forston, moves with her parents Barbara, Rachel McAdams, and Herb, Benny Softy, to New Jersey, much to her grandmother, Sylvia, Kathy Bates's dismay. When she arrives, she is immediately swept up in a world of intense female friendship focused on boys, busts, and periods, all the while trying to discover her feelings about God in a home where the choice of religion has been left up to her. Based on the classic Judy Bloom novel of the same name, Are You There, God? It's me, Margaret. And I'm a mama. Hi, Anne. It's me, Ryan. Are you there? Oh, wait, let me do that again. Are you there, Anne? It's me, Ryan. Dead silence. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh. But God never talks to her, so I, I can't say anything. In this movie, God is silent. Spoiler. God never says anything. <laughs> God, God, the role of God played by no one because he speaks no words. Played by Jacques Tati. No, that's the wrong person. Uh, the, um, who's the, uh, the mime? Uh, Marcel Marceau. Yeah, but yes. there's another one. Yeah. Anyway, Marcel Marceau played by Marcel Marceau is what I said. Um, this is Mama Needs a Movie. See, wow, I said oh it. God. I got it in that time. I'm you were a, a little mess. bit Marceau Marceau no, on announcing the name of the of the show. I'm so, yes. Um, here's what's happening is every time there's a real life guest, yes. this happened with Jefferson Dutton. This is happening again today. Uh, my mind goes uh, haywire. Today we are we are doing our second in-person record ever. Mm-hmm. So it's 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 time to make a lot of eye contact. It's all the it's, nah. it's, it's, it's we're ready. We're ready to do it. I tried that last and, time, and I felt like halfway through, I was like, I can't stop doing this, but I don't want to do it anymore. <laughs> so we're gonna start with no eye contact and never look at each other. <laughs> it is our way into it. By the way, I want to mention this is the first episode that we've done since putting up a Patreon. Yes. And so if you've uh, if if you like this show. Go check out this this little Patreon we have, which is called uh, Mama Needs a Movie Presents Attention Must Be Paid yes. about lesser known films, films that might have flown under your radar. Yeah, check it out. It's um, not expensive. It's it's like it's like Apple TV level of expensive. It's it's sub Apple TV level. Not it's, as it's depressing as Ted Lasso though. Uh, yeah, so check that out because you know what. It's like it's about time we 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 uh, we work our way back to uh, we did we have to dig our way out of the financial hole of this program. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm very poor. The uh, our guest today though is not poor in ideas. It's not poor in conversation. Our guest is very rich in these things. What if we talked about exactly how much money our guests have? That would be really funny. <laughs> Good opener. <laughs> how much money you got in the bank, eh? <laughs> uh, uh, this is a writer, an actor, a comedian we've known for a long time. You know her. You've seen her on Blackish. You've seen her on Community. She's written for a Thundercats Roar. Please welcome Leslie Cena. Hello. 
Leslie, thank you so much for being here in person, IRL. Thank you for having me. And it's nice to be in person. There's like a cat here. Yes. We've assembled today, I think, a sort of, it's an all-star panel of people comfortable talking about sexuality, which is great. Oh, yeah. Uh, Oh, totally. It's like the Avengers of being comfortable talking about sex. This is going to be, this will not be an uncomfortable uh, uh, discussion at all. You two will have a problem. I'm fine. I'm actually fine and I will be fine. So I will be here to facilitate whatever discomfort and sweating is happening on the other side of the table. Oh, look, a cat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's just, you just make sure you just. There you go. Just, just, if you need a safe word, if you're feeling too uncomfortable, just say something about the cat. So when uh, you were a child person, did you read this book? I did. Yeah. Did um, you, were you a Judy Bloom in general? I read a lot of Judy Bloom. This wasn't my favorite though. This one weirded me out a little. Hmm, how just, come? Because she was just so excited about periods and I just like could not relate to that. That just seemed like something I was definitely not excited about. Yeah. Like I was, I really liked the, I liked Super Fudge. I liked, you know, the the Fudge books a lot. I really love Sheila the Great. Then there's like all the other ones. There's like the one where the girl's dad dies in a robbery, Tiger Eyes. What? There's, oh yeah. That's, that's what Tiger Eyes is? Yeah. It kind of freaks me. It kind of freaked me out because he goes to a convenience store and gets shot. And I was like, that just makes the, the pop, that oh, sound wait. like, like a, so, so much more common than it probably really is in that it's Judy Bloom. Wow. Writing about it, and she tends to write about things that happen to lots of people. So it's uh, it's regarding Henry only he dies. That's what I was going to say regarding yes. Henry's setup. I don't know. It just like it it freaked me out. Um, Blubber because that one's just such a horror show. That's a great great book. What's uh-huh. Blubber? Blubber is the one where they they all bully this one kid. What the heck? Yeah, yes, it's, it's really brutal. Fat shaming, fat shaming, yeah. and oh. just general. It was just, it's just, and then at the end, one girl stands up for the other girl, and then all the kids start bullying her, and that's how it ends. Yeah, yeah, that sounds pretty bleak. Yeah, uh, I mean, like you know, she seems like she's going to be okay, but like, you <laughs> but know, bullied. <laughs> but you know, life does not continue to not suck for like the third grade or whatever. Yeah. Um, Sheila the Great, though, is fantastic. Like, that's like a, one of the great, like, neurotic female heroines of children's literature. Mm. Like, all she does is just, you know, that she's like sheer bravado. And she has a whole thing about how she won't put her face in the water when she's swimming. And it's just, oh. I don't know. Yeah. And like, they, they like this kid who's afraid of swimming and afraid of dogs and afraid of pretty much everything has to go to another town with her family for the summer. And there's a dog and she has to take swimming lessons. And it's just one thing after another. Oh, it sounds like uh, Bo is afraid. Mm, yeah, right down to the water. Yeah. Right down to the water. Sounds very much like that. I have, I will say, no experience with Judy Bloom. Really? None. Huh. Uh, uh, my understanding of when I when I hear the title, Are You There, God? I'm like, oh, that's a religious book. I wasn't allowed to read that because it had to do with religion. I never read Judy Bloom because, first of all, her name was Judy Bloom. So I'm not going to be reading any book by Ju- someone called Judy Bloom. Did you read anything by Beverly Cleary? <laughs> no, I didn't read a be- <laughs> I'm not going to read a Judy book, a Beverly book. I'm 10. Mm-hmm. I'm a 10-year-old boy. Secondly, the big one was called Super Fudge, which mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't want to read that either. It's like, one I'm- of the funniest books. Yeah. Well, that was based on her son, I guess. And he said that it was very weird dating and being an adult and having people be like, oh, you're, you're super much. What? <laughs> yeah. But I guess, yeah. It's just, it's just, 
I only now I know everything I know about Judy Bloom from this movie and from the documentary. I don't know books. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, maybe I don't know. I mean, so I would have been reading these in like early 80s, I guess, early mid 80s. Um, and I felt like Judy Bloom was everywhere then. Like that was just like very much in the zeitgeist. And yeah. then I was reading in uh, schools for a while and I would always read Tales of a Fourth Grade Nothing and sometimes Super Fudge mm. uh, or Sheila the Great. And they had not heard of it. And I was just like, I wonder if Judy Bloom sort of become like, you know, is sort of like falling out of fashion, but now apparently not. Well, one of the things they talk about in there is that her books were banned in the 80s. Oh, yeah. When a ton. Reagan became president. Yeah. So that sort of a wave of conservatism did take away a lot of her books being in schools. This, I don't know. I, I looked at a little bit of the documentary. I had no idea that there was any kind of um, censorship uh, with her. I just, I thought she was like a corny YA kids author. Mm, That's, she's that was talking my about, about touching yourself in your special place. Yeah. There's a lot of that in While there. having scoliosis. Yeah, yeah. Well, I would have read it if that's what I knew it. it was about. If I knew the kids were up to that in the in the uh, the Judy uh -huh. Bloom books, I think I she had it. a book for boys. It was called uh, "Then Again, Maybe I Won't," mm -hmm. and that was the "Your Changing Body" book for like boys. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. I could have used that. Yeah, I could have used some Bloom, some, <laughs> some Bloom instruction. But I always like associate it with like um. The I, I I don't know when I was watching the movie like their the little film that they watch mm -hmm. yeah like they gave us all um, in sixth grade they gave us all maybe fifth or sixth grade whenever they do the that thing where they split off the kids and make them watch all this stuff uh, it was a pamphlet called growing up and liking it. Oh my god! It just seems quite aggressive. Growing up and like, <laughs> and it had like daisies all over it. It was very kind of stay free maxi pads of the seventies kind of look, um, <laughs> and it had coupons, I believe. And I know I think you got like samples of pads and things with it. It was oh. some kind of I, I had a, I guess it was some kind of a marketing thing that they were doing in the schools, like early case of that. And then you had to watch like all of these like you know something kind of like margaret uh i think it was when like some girl goes into a bathroom and she yells i got it and like mm -hmm. we were all just we just all died laughing because that I was ridiculous it. oh that's great i got it i had no such feelings about it i just was like oh well there there that is i think if you get it later if you get your period later than your friends mm -hmm. or you have any friends mm -hmm. this is more relevant relevant to your life <laughs> if you're com if you're comparing uh if right you're comparing if you're notes, like yeah. i'm 16 where the hell is it it's yeah. different than like uh yeah i'm already in i also grew up in california and it just made me think like oh new Jer jersey sounds terrible yeah just from the i mean like puberty is a competitive sport and yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah is this a jersey thing yeah <laughs> yeah Sorry. that everyone's uh yeah, that everyone's super competitive about um I guess it puberty. just depends on who who you fall in with because it it didn't seem like in in this story like that she's she's a kid she's around her parents she's around her grandma mm -hmm. in New York and she's having a wonderful time and she goes to camp mm -hmm. and then it's not like I mean we just see like a bunch of cuts of fun at camp but it doesn't seem like those kids are worried about periods. It all starts when she gets to New Jersey and it's like immediately we yeah. must talk about periods and boobs. Yeah. Like all summer camp books put me off of sleepaway camp. Why? What was, because what was there was about kids getting picked on at summer camp. And I'm like, ah, oh, that's just not for me. I kind of know where I am on the food chain. And so oh. no sleepaway camp for me. Mm. Wow. Yeah. That's good, though. They warned you. They did. They did. I mean, I did end up going to a sleepaway camp, but it was in the town that I was. It was like 
within driving distance of my house, like uh, like within 15 minutes. So you could escape. So I could escape if necessary. Yeah, You'll yeah. be able to go home for lunch. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I didn't go to, I, the only camp I went to was sixth grade camp, which was like, a, it was kind of mandatory. I mean, I guess you didn't have to do it, but it was like, okay, sixth grade camp, it was one week, like a Monday to Friday thing. And I was, I guess I was 12, no, 11, I guess when it happened. And... The, it, like there was drama like at the camp like, there was the, drama there was like a kid that got in a fight with like the <gasps> counselor and oh, was wow. like screw you and then like we all did they, they, are you editing that there, for the for the podcast yeah yeah there was like what did he say it, 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 I, don't, I don't know what i don't know i just remember there was i i remember there was like something about like how one kid in the in our cabin and the cabin i was assigned in was like misbehaving and then i like stood up and was like you know what though he was really helpful i thought i was being like magnanimous or something <laughs> uh -huh. i was like he really helped out with this thing or that thing or whatever and, uh -huh. and then the counselor was like you know what Ryan's right. You can you can either choose the path toward love or the path toward <laughs> the aggression or whatever. And I was like, see, I knew it. You know, I was yeah. I was you know I was probably the wisest kid in that whole cabin. The guru boys. of sixth wow. grade camp. Yeah. You were the only adult. Yeah, of the children. Uh, um, I mean, like, how much do you? We actually we had a, a couple of weeks ago. We had Alana Johnson on. Mm -hmm. To talk about this movie now and then. Oh yeah, I never saw that, but it's always sort of been on like a very long list of things that I feel like I should have seen. Yeah, and yeah. I've never seen it either. Watching it and any and like a lot of stuff that has to do with camp and and a little bit of this movie is like I don't know, man. I just don't relate to that. Like I don't. This is not a mil. It's a milieu I understand more from movies mm -hmm. or from a book than I do from like. Reminds me of when I got in my water balloon fight with my seventeen-person <laughs> friend group. When yes. I was, a, is, is this a is this a world that you like relate? Do you go like, oh, I kind of relate to that in childhood wise? Or are you like, I don't know, that's kind of wasn't my scene. I don't know. Well, I mean, I I didn't grow up in a neighborhood where the kids really played with each other. Like that wasn't yeah. like just that just was. There weren't enough either. There weren't enough kids in the neighborhood. Or they they just weren't like my friends. Most of the time, like you'd have to drive to somebody's place to play with another mm, you know, kid that's tough yeah, yeah. that's um, not good for sprinklers yeah running through sprinklers yeah no like mm. so that was definitely like a kind of thing like where a friend of mine moved from the east coast and she's like yeah we just like run around people's backyards i'm like really that sounds like actually fun but <laughs> yeah. so maybe that yeah. is a new jersey thing that Could is be. just like i mean i think what when this during the era that it's depicting it was a lot of moms who didn't work mm -hmm. and kids who were home mm -hmm. and didn't have any particular else place to go and everyone had kids. Yeah. So then there would be just so many, so many kids, kids just randomly wandering around New Jersey. <laughs> yeah. Well, definitely there's like a kind of like a trope of like in, in that kind of book, whoever your best friend is just knocks on your door mm -hmm. in like the first chapter. And they're like, oh, there we are. Yeah. We're going to be friends. We're going to be friends yeah. for the rest of the book. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Which is also Seinfeld, I realized. Really? Well, I mean, Kramer. That's yeah, Kramer. Kramer is, yeah. Yeah. The exact same thing He's that like friends by proximity kind of thing. <laughs> He's you like, know? I'm across the hall. Knock, yeah. knock. We're best friends. You want to run through the sprinkler? Yeah. I mean, now you, as an adult, you know to run screaming when somebody does that. Yes, you do. But with a child. Nope. I mean, I think that this, this movie, I have not read the book, but mm -hmm. this movie, uh, is like it seems to be the most aspirational version of everything. This is like the most fun grandma mm -hmm. 
She's a little possessive, but she's very, very fun. Some serious Ethel, Ethel Marmon vibes. Right. Uh-huh. She's trying very hard. Mm-hmm. She's she's not doing the accent, though, which I appreciate. The Kathy this is Bates. Kathy Bates. Mm-hmm. Kathy Bates. Not, Although yes. I did love the uh, the kid with the glasses, his mom, who shows up for like a minute and she is does have a great accent. Uh-huh. Yeah, like, yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Where it's like she's not going to push it into caricature. But so she's a great grandma. The parents are insanely nice. And really nice to each other and really nice to their kid. And the kid is incredibly nice and thoughtful. Like everyone in the movie is sort of is very Mm self-aware and very kind. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I found it more, more hopeful to watch as like, hey, you know, I, I guess you could be a parent like that Mm -hmm. and just actually be there for your kids and Mm -hmm. not be miserable kind of like get what you want out of life go ahead and be a painter or whatever mm-hmm. it's it's like it's like a win for everyone which i was really surprised by yeah you're more used to the short story version of this that's written by the sensitive person when they're yeah. an adult about how miserable their mother was when they moved to the suburbs and yeah yeah i was like when's rachel mccann is gonna pull out that bottle yep yep yeah, yeah. she's gonna crack it open that I, bottle. the dad was very good at seething though like what? every time the mother showed up, you could just see him just holding it in. And it was just like, uh, this like, is Benny Safdie. Safdie. Uh, it was great. Uh, Which I, I, when I saw him come on screen, I just pointed at the screen in just amazement. You did like the Leonardo I was DiCaprio? Like, I was like, what is happening? What is happening? Wait, what, what is, is happening? Scene? He's one of the Safdie brothers. So he makes all those, those, he made uncut gems. Oh, and okay. And he, he, he's in uh, Good Time. Mm-hmm. He plays the brother who's like handicapped. Yeah. Okay. He's recently um, has an acting, a kind of an acting career. He's in Licorice yeah. Pizza. And okay. But a, he's excellent in, in Good Time. He's very like, he's so heartbreaking mm-hmm. in that, that I can't watch that one. That one in particular, I'm just like, he's so natural in it. And in this, he's more like a guy playing a, a husband. Um, but I also know guys like that. <laughs> We're like, I'm a dad. And a husband. Yeah. How'd this happen? <laughs> that felt very real, too, that there are these guys who are kind of like just just big, nice dorks. He just kind of mowed the lawn <laughs> with quotes around it. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> like I'm in New Jersey. Jersey look at me. With I'm my an adult. Room. Yeah. <laughs> I have a child. Like, Yeah. He's 37, Benny Sanders. Yeah. He seems like he's 27 playing mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. He just yeah. seemed really young. Yeah. But I more in a in a in a just like there are guys like that. It's not an age problem. It's not a performance problem. I don't think. I think it's just like, and watching the documentary about Judy Bloom, it seems like her dad was very very sweet, mm-hmm. and then her mom was sort of like the other kid's mom, mm-hmm. who was a little rigid and worried about everything. Yeah. Oh, so okay. this was her her version of like what she wanted to be as a mom. Maybe yeah. as the character that is the mom character, but. Rachel McAdams is so lovely in this movie. It's insane. Yeah. Yeah. Like she's just, I mean, perfect. Mm -hmm. Like she's beautiful Mm -hmm. and nice and smart. And a little bit tragic, but not like awfully so. But like in a way that Mm -hmm. she knows, she's like, oh, I'll get, I'll get, I'll get through this. You feel like pretty, (laughs) you know, you feel a little bit better for her that her dad says, we'll call you at the end. Yeah. Like that's kind of like resolved in a weird way. She is Rachel McAdams. Her tragedy is that she, in a beautifully played scene. Yes. With her daughter says, 
I've oh, so I sweet. married your when I married your father. My parents are very strict fundamentalist Christians, uh, and they did not approve of me marrying a Jewish man. And so yeah. they've kind of they kind of dif- effectively have disowned. Yeah, they me said and, you can't be. She says, <laughs> you know that the you know if you're going to do that, you're not our daughter anymore. And and the girl says, but you're their but you are their daughter. Yeah, and it's yeah. so it's just like it's so beautifully done that mm-hmm. like the idea that that the you know that there are things I think that you know looking at it as a parent it's like there are things that you hold mm-hmm. and the, that this would be something that she's been holding for 12 13 15 years however many years mm-hmm. it's been and is like okay now you're old enough to ask this question and mm-hmm. now I'm old enough to fully reveal the mm-hmm. extent of the feeling I have about this. Yeah. And modulating when and how you do that is like... Because that is a much more answer than she had bargained for. Yeah. 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 It's but sort of it's, interesting it's in, like, like that the teacher kind of like clocks that as well. Yes. Like, yeah. She's like, really? You've never met your grandparents? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Like maybe that's something... But I think that's also true for families, the way that families have certain rules and you take someone from the outside to be like, why? Why is that like that? <laughs> Mm-hmm. And then you go, oh, good point. Why is that like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I took this teacher who's to to get her to kind of, but played by Echo Kellum, by the a way, UCB mm-hmm. alum. From, um, yes, yes. UCB. I think I I didn't know him well at UCB, but is very talented actor who's on appears on the show Grand Crew and mm-hmm. other things. Um, yeah, good in this movie. And um, uh, yeah, he he senses oh no he well but he basically the teacher's like you wrote on your thing he gives him a prompt i love i hate i'm looking forward to or mm-hmm. whatever and she wrote writes i hate religious holidays mm-hmm. because her family doesn't celebrate them because of because of the schism because they would rather identify with no religion than some kind of religion and he says well this is religion should probably be the focus of your year-long paper which is intense for yeah, like a, yeah. it, it feels like, like really doing this but you know well a like, pushy. I was like that would not happen now <laughs> no. uh in a public school Ooh. yeah i think it rules i'm like cool. no it's great yeah. why not yeah investigate yourself that's I did all it kind is i wonder what exactly the extent of the project was supposed to be because she kind of writes like a breakfast club letter at the yeah. end to him saying religion sucks yeah, um, you signed. So it's he's like, I d- it's not. You're not in grad school. That's yeah. fine. Yeah, <laughs> like just think about it. Come back, say something before you go on summer break. Oh, sorry, this just reminded me of something. Uh, Judy Bloom has one of the better depictions of what it's like to do a group project in grade school mm-hmm. in one of her books, where mm-hmm. they just get a huge thing about like they have to talk about transportation and what's going to be on the post and are they going to use glitter and oh, like are you taking over this project glitter. by putting flowers around the board. And it's oh, like God. it's great, but that oh, is a, that's a those specifics are they're they're great in movies, but they're better in books. Yeah, when you read I that, I hated list. group projects, and and I I never did like a particularly successful one in school, but that was all. It's actually the sign now when I'm on a job, and people are like, "We're going to treat this like an academic." group project Oof. i'm like you're this is not gonna work yeah so one person's gonna do all of it yeah like you're you're not it mm-hmm. never work that things don't work that way like the mo- the academic model for like time to all do a group science project together is never i've never i never saw that done successfully once in school maybe for some people it works but for me it's always like a 
It's like, it's similar. Like when people are like, here's the brainstorm board. I'm Oof. like, that's, we're not going to get anything <laughs> off of the fucking brainstorm board. It's like, it's never, I've seen this done a thousand times in academia. It never, it doesn't work. I don't know. I, I got, I got nothing. I have no experience in this. Well, you've been in a room with a brainstorm board though. Before, I have not. Right? I've never heard of that before. You've never, you've, oh God. Well, I have actually never heard about what you're, you're talking about. I don't know that. that. I know, I know the thing of like people in writer's room being, being like, oh, I, we have to turn the whiteboard around because mm -hmm. people will know what happens with the dragons in this episode or something <laughs> like I read about that, mm -hmm. but that's the extent of it. Yeah. I know I've done it. I just can't remember the specific circumstances. Yeah. Of the, of the, yeah, of the group yeah. project. And here, like um, what she needed to do really was have a brainstorming board and be like other religions that I could be yeah. because she doesn't really go that far. She goes to like three things. She goes to yeah. three churches all under the Judeo-Christian banner. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, she does not venture past that. She She's doesn't like, meditate. She not, doesn't like, no. Yeah. Nothing. I'm sure there were Hare Krishnas that she could have talked to. In Jersey? Yeah, probably. Yeah, that probably, time, yes. definitely. Oh yes. yeah. She could have done a yeah. full survey in Jersey. I'm sure there were every religion of people were available, but she wasn't doing it. It was more like she was just kind of going and feeling the space and being like, this doesn't yeah. give me the feeling. Mm -hmm. Well, um, she's really having her personal conversation, too. And she right. does say the line, are you there, God? It's me, Margaret. I was yes. like, she I was thinking she probably would have ended up just like being Quaker or something. Maybe. Maybe or just being somebody who meditated. You thought Margaret would be Quaker? Yeah, probably. She's got a really personal relationship with God and like. But it doesn't even seem like she thinks there is anyone she's talking to. I think she does think there's somebody she's talking to. What do you think of the book? Is it is it clearer that she is really engaging with a person? Um, I'm not sure. I mean, it, you know, I mean, it's like a diary entry. So yeah, um, yeah, like in the way that you would be writing to anybody in particular in a diary. Yeah, like I, it is really sp specific. Like that she is like, like saying dear, you know, hello God or whatever. And your book is is different than like an inner monologue. Right. In the movie, it's more of a um, she's just saying it out loud. She's not writing in a diary. I don't I didn't ever when I had a diary, I wanted to write it to someone because I had read Diary of Anne Frank mm -hmm. and she writes Dear Kitty mm -hmm. in there. And uh, I was like, oh, I want to write this like I'm like I'm doing that. And I just I was like, no, nah, I don't I'm I know I'm writing this to me who will mm -hmm. not read this. Mm -hmm. <laughs> never, Like it never quite. You will save it forever, but you'll never read it. Yeah. 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 Or like, this is for some other person to read after I'm dead or I don't is know. Is that your diary entry coming in? Yeah, that's mm -hmm. my diary entry. That was like, write a diary entry to your, to your, Reminder. uh, for, for your those morning pages, for, um, for your child to cry over. The most embarrassing diary thing I've ever done, and I still do it sometimes, is I will write in the third person. Uh, <laughs> which you did in the he invite for tired, this. But he knew that he had to go on. What? You did that in this is that the, the, in the invitation for see i thought it was like a, like a form letter that you were trying to send yes out. but <laughs> it is but then okay. ryan live ryan can pick you up well, on see, his I way thought it was for you when you said that <laughs> i'm like well, i guess i'm are you oh, being volunteered so, okay we'll refer, we're referring to the email okay. the organization yes. email for the, yes. for the podcast i wrote ryan can ryan can, can pick yes. up if he if, if need be but I said that to specify because you don't know who I is. You don't know who the email yes, is. Yes, you do because, because you, the email is coming you. from your email address. 
Oh, I guess that's true. Okay, okay. Oh, okay. I was yeah, like, yeah. it's not a Facebook post. Interesting. Okay, okay. Yes. And we I don't, almost yes. said something, but I was like, all right. I'm like, that's kind of presumptuous. Maybe got, he's not coming in the right me. direction. Well, that's all. That's how I write my diary. Too. Okay. Go, you write your diary. Go, do you have? Do you, do you start it in like? Do you do like exterior? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Smash cut. <laughs> Bedroom. Oh, that'll be so. Room. That'll be diary, writing, writing room. room. So great. Then you just get to st- skip writing in your diary. You just smash cut the end of diary entry. <laughs> yes. Oh, that's what I want to do every day. Yeah. I uh, lots of slugs. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's all slugs. Yes. It's all slugs. I took a the, on the uh, strike picket line the other day. I took a picture with a sign. I've now gotten to like when you go to the strike the pickets, yeah. the the signs are all filled yeah, out. Yeah, they're all done. Yeah. You can't they're write your own. No more and they're not sign. good. It's like someone really yeah. for a bunch of writers, someone should have been like we're going to have a strike, we're going to take yeah. a bunch of signs, we're going to write some really good jokes. We've got a writers room for it just before the strike. Yeah. Not during the strike, but just before the strike we're going to have a sign writers room. Yes. Get the best comedy writers together, fill out all the signs. Yeah. And then all the signs are going to be brilliant and hilarious. And also on message. That's yes. partially not important to not have random like, yeah, yeah. pictures of baby Yoda Things that are perhaps helpful to the yes. movement. Mine had a quote yeah. on it. Yeah. Like it, it had, it had like the, the, like a quote from the Devil Wears Prada. Mm-hmm. And then like, but from this script by writers, this person and this person. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, it's kind of You're like, oh, by the way, no one's going to read this. No human being can read this. <laughs> yeah, it's too <laughs> small. It's too small. It takes too long to read. People tra- who just say honk or have a, are like yes. much more effective. Like to, to I dig through and and like tr- to just to find one that says like fair contract yeah. now or whatever. Like, thank God. I found one that's a uh, fair contract. Although yes. I do like that one that the, with the snowman, the like ad campaign for that's the snowman. That's clever. That I, like, look, I like the snowman. One in a gazillion of these, like nine, like you're saying like there's this tiny percentile that are actually funny and then the rest are like not and i picked up this one that said exterior strike line day Ugh. and uh-huh. i was like i'm gonna march with this one because this is a yeah. funny this yeah, you be just like kind a of funny like story shuffle yeah. through a pile of signs looking for something and then you have to decide well because i'm not in uh the wga i'm in i'm in the animation guild and sag like mm-hmm. like do i want to do a sag sign do i want to just uh, what does it matter i don't know yeah. So uh, is it, so um being part of the animation guild are you like are you like uh <laughs> are do you do you just love all your protections and you're cool with uh with uh, the separation of uh, the SAG and the and the, and the or the, the yeah. animation guild WGA? and the WGA. Right? Oh, not being the same thing. You would uh you don't uh you don't think that animation writers should be uh, treated any uh, better. Uh, oh boy. So. Yeah, I mean like mm. most of the arguments that they're making right now is that like they're trying to make the, the WGA into the animation guild in that they have terrible protections and mm. like the rates are about a third and like there's not a lot of middle in terms of job titles and it's just yeah. like and then all the things they're talking about it being like these abominations where i'm like oh i've had to do most of those things mm, like yeah. yes yeah, yeah. like yeah. a lot of because there's, there's a lot more freelancing there are many rooms already they've been for for a long while for, you know a while they're like you know with the rooms where you break a whole season in like two days and then you mm. may or may not get a gig mm-hmm. but mm. i'm like yeah like i that's what i came in doing so i didn't even i mean i knew it was not great but like i just like it wasn't an option to do anything else yeah so like if you've got the option to keep things better god please do that yeah yeah and also take all of us please yes yeah where have you where have you marched so far 
Yeah. I always keep keep saying march because it's like it's striking, but it's walking. Yeah, marching it's, implies something yeah. a little more. Oh, serious. There's like signs yeah. and yeah. things, but you're only going in a circle and you're going pretty slow. Oh no, I've been and yeah. I was uh, I was really struck by how many steps that actually is. Yeah, to walk I did around. Netflix. Get, get my steps in, and I'm gonna try to. I don't know. Maybe I'll do. War- I think I'm gonna do Warner Brothers with the Animation Guild next week, and then whatever else. Yeah. Will the frog be out? Do you think? Which frog? The WB. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, my baby. Hello, my darling. <laughs> but then he won't sing yeah. when you take him out of the little yeah. box. I just, I'm like, am I just not fit or something? Or is this just very difficult? Because it is hard. It's hot outside. It's, it's hot, hot outside. And then it's like 11,000 steps and there's still another hour and a half to go. And I feel like I took a lot of breaks. Like my feet were very unhappy throughout. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's also just hot, you know. It's, it's, gonna, it's gonna and it's gonna get hotter. It's so very pace hot. Yourself, and we have everybody. no sprinkles to run through, sprinklers to run through. Yes, there's, that no, would this be, isn't a summertime really walk ideal. in suburban New Jersey. Um, the, she, when when Marga does this survey of world religion, mm-hmm. in, including three, mm-hmm. three mm-hmm. of the big ones, yeah, yes, uh, it does. There is a very funny scene. She goes to visit her grandma. Uh, Kathy Bates and she says grandma I'd like to go to Temple can we go to Temple oh yeah and she's so eager it's been mm-hmm. one of my favorite so scenes happy. in the movie is she's uh, so eager to take her to Temple and, uh, yeah. and she sees how long and boring it is there's a great <laughs> line where she Kathy Bates says oh this is bam boom in and out two hours <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah which feels so real like that somebody's real <laughs> grandma was like oh yeah. no I like this one it's short it's great it's amazing and, and she's like my grandmother, my my grandchild, my yes. granddaughter. Oh, like, she's so like, look, funny. Look I have look, with me. I did it. I did it. I did it. I did it. And it's funny that when the the Christian parents come to visit, they know this thing about if you have a non Jewish mom, mm-hmm. you're not really Jewish. Mm-hmm. It's like yes. they they. I mean, not Googled, but they looked up somewhere mm. this information mm-hmm. as a loophole mm-hmm. so that they could hold out hope yep. that their granddaughter wouldn't be Jewish. And you like barely see them, but they're really well cast too. Like, yeah, they're, yeah, they're, they're so they're so gray and boring, and uh, they're trying, but it's like there's no comparison. You kind of yeah. want to know what the story. Like, did they those two meet in college? Like the the parents. Yeah, yeah like, seems what's the like deal? they met. They were neighbors. I was almost like this could because it's so inter- it's so good when they appear and it's like they're spending I guess a week or something with the family and then Kathy Bates shows up and it's this like that's like most of the laughs in the movie yeah She's it's like, that it's oh, that, so big, that yeah that. he's like yeah oh, mom you're here <laughs> <laughs> my mother's here uh, it's all great but yeah I, I was with that with those with her parents I was like hmm, we I guess we could get to know these characters better but I'm like maybe it's better that they're just a little bit gray and mm-hmm. small and not and don't talk very much yeah because you know. I think it's fair in the in terms of the storytelling is like well they didn't really they they're the ones that didn't want to participate yeah so if the if the 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 granddaughter is kind of like well yes these are my grandparents that's cool Mm -hmm. but then i have this real one over here Mm -hmm. and as a kid who had a single grandma who Mm -hmm. was very cool and Mm -hmm. then these old grandparents in michigan that i met once i was like of course Mm -hmm. yes Mm -hmm. that's totally it yeah yeah you have like the fun one and then you have the theoretical once. We definitely had like the same sort of thing going on with religion in my family. Well, in that like it was a mixed marriage and the religions were also different. Like uh-huh. It was a mixed race marriage and also one side was Eastern Orthodox and the other side was 
basically Buddhist, but like neither of my parents practiced as adults. And so they were just mm-hmm. like, you can do whatever you want, but we're going to default to nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did mm. they want you to select something or No, they nothing? would be fine if I didn't select anything at all. I mean, I went to a Presbyterian daycare and, you know, you know, like Pledge of Allegiance and stuff was always a little bit like that seems uncalled for to make me talk about God in school. But yeah. <laughs> so they just wanted you to love America. I guess. I guess. <laughs> and so. be a soldier. And be a soldier. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like that, that, that bit was pretty relatable for me. Yeah. Yeah. Were, were there, were there, I mean, they were cool with it. Was it, did you ever feel the outside pressure of like, how come you're not going to a thing? How not come you're really. not? No? There, I just, we just didn't have a lot of friends who were very religious. Yeah. Um, well, the Bay Area isn't really known for. Yeah. Like my, my best friend was Jewish and that's pretty much, yeah, I don't know. That's it. Like occasionally we would get like a very Catholic looking card from my grandma uh, who was mm. Catholic. And I'm mm-hmm. not really sure how that happened, but that it was true. But your grandmother was Catholic? Mm-hmm. Of the Buddhist side, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Well, the mysteries, right? You're allowed to pick whatever you want. Uh, most people seem to pick the one that they came from. Mm-hmm. Um, so I like this idea that you say, well, we both know that we come from different religions. So it's equally likely that those two mm-hmm. are right, in quotes. So whatever you feel like is right is right for you because like obviously we don't we have no disrespect towards each other and i think that's a that's part of what is so sweet about the movie is it you you don't see from the parents that they really have any preference at all they're just and you definitely see that like you know like the mom has that moment where she's trying to blame the whole thing on herself or yeah or she's just nervous that she's like invited them and like the dad is nervous about it too but he's also like making a point to like not Mm -hmm. put it on her yeah, um, he's so he's just like, wait, what are you talking? Like, no, this is this is how they. Tr-. She's like, oh, how they treated you, and he's like, no, how they treated you. <laughs> like, and she's like, but they're my parents. He's like, yeah. they are your parents. You're what allowed do? to do this what if you want to, but yeah. I'm fine never seeing them again. Um, yeah, but very very uh, sort of stalwart behavior from everyone. Well, not the grandparents from Ohio so much, but that the, these are very confident people in a funny sort of way. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about the friends, though. Yes. Oh, my God. They're pretty confident, too. (laughs) (laughs) Like her extremely judgy friend who just like pulls her out of a lineup and is like, you're going to be in my club and you are not allowed to wear socks. Not allowed to wear socks and and gets blisters immediately. Yeah, she made. Yeah. Which, uh, oh, my God. That was pretty visceral. Her friend, Nancy, the young actress yeah. here is Ellie Graham. She's very good in this. Yeah, movie. yeah she's very good. Great. Good part. For, Lots uh, of wonderful amount of attitude. And I think it's also there's a there's a even that character who's sort of like, you know, she's a lot of confidence. She's sort of obnoxious. She's sort of like clicky and stuff. But then when she gets her period. She breaks down in tears. She's you, upset. You see her. It's like, oh, wait a minute. These are children. We don't mm-hmm. know how these people are going to turn out. Yeah, that was a great scene. It's, like, it's that a was just like scene. that scene is just so. It's just like it's so real. When and you feel bad for her, that that's her mom. Her mom like, is like, I can't. Uh, like, like, what do you want me to do? She's yeah, like, yeah, I can't help yeah. you if you don't tell me exactly what's happening yeah. right now. And like, it's yeah. like, oh, well, that you know, it's it's sort of. I mean, like, I I'm guessing that the book doesn't have so much of this because it's of its era but mm-hmm. that it's like oh yeah these the way that these moms are able to talk to their kids has a direct connection with how those kids are able to talk to other kids yeah. <laughs> like yeah. it's pretty linked 
You know what's weird about this movie? They don't show the period at all. No, they don't. I didn't find that weird. I was just like, it's like, like, I'm like, well, they did it on Mad Men when Sally got her period. And that was sort of different at the time. Um, And I was like, I wonder if they're going to do that or not. But I mean, they did did, like the animation of what it is, which grosses everybody out. Yeah. Yeah. And it would have been a blue liquid anyway, as we all know, it's a blue liquid. It's not blue. We know this from the commercials. It's a blue liquid. Uh, Um, Usually coming out of a beaker. (laughs) Yes. I do just pour it in my underwear. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Yep. Checks out. Yeah. But I did. I did note that. But when she gets her period, I was like, oh, this is the part where we're actually going to see the period. Because this is like, this is the big one. Yeah. This is when Margaret gets it. (laughs) And they're like, yep, that's a period. All right. And then they're just like, yay. (laughs) She's just like, that's it. And then the mom's like, yeah, yeah, Yeah. that's it. It's funny. I saw Turning Red really recently Uh after this, which is Mm -hmm. basically a period movie. But like, what what is Turning Red? Now, I've heard this about Turning Red, that it is a period. It's, it's It's a metaphorical. It's like a monster that comes out. Or what is it? Yeah, it's a red panda. She turns into a yeah. giant red panda whenever she's like emotionally st- sort of stressed or pushed or embarrassed or. Oh, okay. Yeah, yes. but she's also gotten her period. Yeah. So like both oh. things happen, but like yeah. So she says in the movie, "I have my period." Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So it's it's to to me watching it, I was like, oh, it's it's about generational trauma. It's one of the many generational trauma movies coming out lately, and about sort of the the woman's power it's not just a period movie which mm-hmm. i felt like a lot yeah. of the reviews were like it's a movie about periods and she's red and i'm like no nah, it's a little more than that yeah it's about uh <laughs> strong emotion and yeah. uh, just sort of generally the angst of adolescence and like yeah you know trying to fit into like a very 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 small box to and make people female happy. anger yeah. just yeah. like a lot of stuff that is is maybe not as not as fun to giggle about than periods which I guess this movie does get into as well as like the ways in which these the like the two moms that are depicted, Nancy's mom and Margaret's mom, have very different attitudes sort of about like the way that they dress and mm-hmm. the way they interact with their daughter's mm-hmm. sexuality as it has to do with periods or mm-hmm. just sort of as them as like objects or them as people. Also, her, the, like one thing that kind of struck me was that the Nancy's mother's just coming up with busy work for yes. the committees that she's yes. on like so let's many. take all of these stars and stick them on the ceiling of the gym <laughs> that was so funny like Just oh like, sad that didn't work out fire hazards <laughs> like, i guess everything's a fire hazard these days oh that fire has a great a great laugh in the movie so funny um, and then she tries to get her on another committee and she just says oh i I don't want to. <laughs> Which is the best excuse. <laughs> yes, yes. It's. I mean, I'm not at that point in school world, but I feel like the pressure is not the same as it was. Oh, I should mention this while we're talking about school. Apparently, well, at least my nephew, who is 12. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, he's, Did he get his period yet? He hasn't seen the movie, but he has been walking around the house yelling, we must, we must, we really? must increase our bust. <laughs> oh, my yes, God. Yes, he's wow. very tickled by that. Oh, wow. Yeah. I did know about that because I knew about it from something else I want to say. I knew about it and I was like, you know, the period, the preoccupation or whatever. I never had the boob thing. I was just like, oh, they yeah, come, that's they sounded very, very inconvenient. Yeah, it was not all, a... All of puberty just sounded really, really gross and inconvenient. At yeah. least for me. There's one shot in this movie that is the most puberty-ish thing, though, to me, was when... 
the the kid who mows the lawn, Moose, mm-hmm. who she's into, he leans over and he's just like, you know, 13, 12, whatever. He's a small boy, mm-hmm. but he has hair under his arm uh, yeah. and she looks at it <laughs> yeah. and the, the, it's like focus, mm-hmm. like, look, <laughs> like her brain is just like, oh, oh God, God, what is that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that I was like, oh, that's so sweet. Like the, the, like the switch is flipped. It's just like, that's interesting. I like that this the, the cute boy is just such a little douchebag too. Oh yeah, like, that's a great yeah. performance too. <laughs> really that kid, so just good. like yeah, his like his hey, little smarmy kind of what's uh, up? yeah, and yeah, really good for such a little kid actor to be able to fully play Leonardo DiCaprio <laughs> as in today. Yeah, knows he's attractive. <laughs> knows he's uh, knows he's like whatever he wants. Nobody's gonna give him anything. <laughs> yeah. No. No. Yeah. He's a, that, uh, that party scene is terrific. The, um, there's whose party is, oh, it's the, the weird kid. It's the kid from yeah. the Christmas story, a Christmas story. Oh yes. Basically. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah, totally. <laughs> and, uh, he throws a party and, uh, I like that kid. It's like, like a party I would throw. And yeah. He seemed like a kid who was going to go places in life. Yes, he just, he's he was, like, he, it also to me looked like virgin suicides. Like when they have the party in the basement, I was like, oh, you have this like wood panel mm. basement yeah, oh, situation. Yeah. It's very yeah. virgin suicides, but without any of them. Kids it's a dinner out. party. That's the strange yes. thing. And they all have to With dress aspic. up like it's prom or something. Yeah, they all dress up <laughs> formally. And they, weird, well, the one real unrealistic thing is that they actually all look pretty good. They do. Yes. Which but was their parents just not possible. Go so I thought it was really endearing that they show each one of them getting ready. Yeah. And they're all so distinct. And then. Yeah. The like the the hot comb comb that the one girl is is having her hair combed out. She's got to lie on the sink. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, this is this is very it's like it's specific for the era. It's specific for each one of these kids and where they where they're coming from. Yeah. Like, uh, I don't know, just like a nice inclusion of like what is looking good for these kids. And they're all very different. Yeah. I like the other the other Jewish girls. Yeah, mm-hmm. she, she's terrific taking those pictures. <laughs> That's so uh, cute. Yeah. yeah, like she's trying. Yeah, like to I want to know more about her. To... You don't really. She doesn't talk a lot in. You know, I, I can't remember. Yeah. Her, I don't really remember her from the book, but like the the kid that they cast brings a lot to it. Yes. When they all get to this party, there's like a a classic spin the bottle. Mm-hmm. See, another thing I didn't do when I was a kid. Thank God. Um, <laughs> I mean, like for me, I didn't either. Thank and, God. Well, I guess not. Whenever I see it in movies, I'm like, oh, that looks, that seems cool. Or all that seven minutes in heaven or whatever that, you know, let's go in the closet or whatever. It all seems like. But it's a sliding door. It's a slide, yeah. When yeah. they go yeah. in the closet. It's a really ineffective <laughs> door. Yeah. I was surprised by how how fresh all the all that stuff seemed, even though I've seen it in a gazillion movies at this point. It was all it, it, was, it was just a very very fun sequence to watch. Yeah, and, um, I think my general thing with with I was reflecting on this today about puberty stuff is like the way that stuff is marketed, and I'm thinking of things like Big Mouth or like pin 15 which i've not really actually seen a ton of either of those shows but like it's a lot of times it seems marketed as like remember when you were when you had big emotions and a pimple and your crush didn't like you or whatever i'm Mm -hmm. like yes last year like i don't (laughs) like i don't don't feel that to me it's not do you feel like you need to go to prom and do spin the bottle. Do you need to redo? Do you need to do thirteen going on thirty? Maybe I need to do a but, thirteen going on thirty. But, yeah. But, you mean like adolescent fantasy camp? <laughs> yeah. 
yeah, an adolescent like, camp for adults. <laughs> yeah, summer camp for people who didn't go to summer camp. I, I mean, I just feel like I don't feel changed from it. I feel like basically once think puberty you... started, I have not changed. I've just kind yeah. of been on this. I've, I'm, I'm almost, maybe I'm stuck. Maybe I'm like stuck in yeah. puberty. Like, like I, I don't look back on it as like this. Remember when you were horny all the time and insecure? And blah, yeah. blah, blah. it's like, no, it just kept on going for the rest <laughs> of yeah, my life. Yeah, but I think like, this movie is about the juncture between not feeling that way and, and feeling, feeling that, that way. way. Not yeah. about like, oh, and then she, she settled yeah, down. Which is, and, yeah, 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 yeah. Which is why I, I think it's like... So you were always had a beard when you were born? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Came out of the womb. For the listeners, beard. he has an enormous beard. I got this big old beard. <laughs> yes. I got a big... Uh, he was born yeah. already having puberty. Like, he looks yes. like Mandy Patinkin right now. Yes, oh, I look I like Mandy Patinkin. Give the writers what they... <laughs> give the writers what they lead. Oh, I'm Mandy Patinkin. <laughs> Where He's was Mandy Patinkin in this? Where was he in this? He would have been good in this movie. He would have been. He would have been also believable in this. But I liked it better that she just brought a random guy from her her old people. Oh yeah, Mr. Village. Benjamin. Yeah, it was just that guy like, was great. Rhymes with cinnamon. It's his only line. I think. I mean, <laughs> I like, like, like the, the phone rings and the mother and then like they, they. I like that they just like open up the window just a little yeah. bit. Like, well, yeah, she calls her grandmother, but her grandmother's in the middle of hitting on this guy next to a pool, which oh, you yeah. like to see yeah. more of. But yeah. Oh, yeah. oh no, the uh, phone is wrong. Oh, she's great I think that see. was something that I loved in this movie that I kept getting surprised by is that it represents very young people, middle young people mm -hmm. and older people mm -hmm. as all having lots to learn. Mm -hmm. And most of the time when it's a movie about a kid, it's like, oh, it's that. And then there are these very sort of like stolid, the like fixed objects mm -hmm. in the yeah. world. And it doesn't represent that. It's like the parents have as much to calculate and figure out and understand about what they're trying to do in life mm -hmm. as the grandma does, yeah. as the kid does. And it's like, yes. Oh, that's so sad when the grandmother yeah. only has two things on her morning to-do list and she finishes them. Yeah. Like, yeah, then she really, moves to she Florida. All day? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. She's like, I got to go to Florida. This is not working for yeah. me. <laughs> yeah. It's like what well, you're saying. It's like rather than multi-generational trauma, it's like multi-generational uh cooperation or something like everybody has their needs and you get i I, th I found it to be a very effective mother daughter movie but i wouldn't necessarily put it in the mother daughter genre mm -hmm. of other because there's so much else going on in it but well, I'm it's like, just oh. like you're you you're alive until you're dead yeah, like all of yeah. these people are just in the midst of the thing that they're doing and the grandma is like, oh, I got a new boyfriend. Mm -hmm. And that feels exactly the same as it does for Margaret and Moose. She's like, oh, he's got he's got pubes. <laughs> like the same thing for Mr. Cinnamon. <laughs> Mr. Cinnamon. Mr. Cinnamon. Yeah. Yeah. She's giving him all that cheese. Yeah. She's like, don't eat that cheese. I'm just kidding. You eat that cheese. <laughs> you know, have all the cheese you have want. Have all the cheese you want, baby. Uh, that grandma just seems awesome. Like when they go to Pirates of Penzance. And oh, the, um, so good. I was wondering uh, if they were going to have somebody just like be Kevin Klein or something. Wasn't that one of his big ones? <laughs> yeah. Oh, was that like one of his breakout It was things? one of his oh, breakout. But, I, but it's the wrong time. It's too early. Oh. Uh, yeah. But, I don't think like, That would have been And like, it was in the park. It was Shakespeare yeah. in the park. So it wouldn't have been... This movie's like very well. It's written, or I guess, in 1970. It doesn't yeah. feel placed like it does because it would it would have been written with like 
late six. So what, what neighborhood are they living in? I have no idea. Is it supposed to be but, the Upper West Side or something? Or I couldn't really tell. It seems like a yeah. cool kind of little like nice but not super nice part of new york man that if they had been in that theater scene and there had been some like we're going to see raul julia i don't know who would have been the reference <laughs> Macbeth. just yes. like the audience there's yes. like a, a part of that audience that would have been like yes <laughs> you did it you, you reference you made the yes thing. and now well. Mandy Patinkin is Joseph Papp. <laughs> yes. Mm -hmm. But they go to a play and she has a, and she enjoys it. Yeah, she's really into it, but mainly because she gets to lie on satin sheets, which we talked about last week with Matt Jones about oh, satin yes. sheets in movies. And this movie, again, we're just watching satin sheet movie after satin sheet movie. We're two for two for mm. satin. What, what's a, what could yeah, we talk about? Like the decor in the grandma's apartment. You kind of just like what I, so she's just like this fabulous grandma who fabulous. lives in an apartment. Yes. She's got satin sheets and she's got a little eye mask that has eyelashes and things on it. And like, but it's not, it's not ugly. It's not, it doesn't tilt over into Trump territory. She's kind it's, of like in a Maxine cartoon. Maxine? Oh, maybe what? that's more of an '80s reference. Wait, what's Maxine? Oh, she, there, there used to be all these plants. It's a, it's a character from. Oh, I see it. Is it like the one that was on greeting cards? Yes. Oh, and planners and yes. things and like a sassy <sighs> urban lady. I didn't know that. Mm. I didn't know that this that this character had a name. Wow, Maxine. What's the name of the artist? I can't try to remember. I, I had one of those planners when I was name in high of school. The artist. I thought it was like very hip. Yes, I've I've <laughs> oh. seen this thing a gazillion times in my life. This guy's called John Wagner. What? It's a dude. It's a. It's kind of a youngish looking guy. Creator huh. of Maxine. That's so weird. Hmm. Interesting. Wow, Maxine. There's a reference for you. Maxine's the new Kathy. I don't want to hear any more about Kathy or Garfield. I don't want to hear any more references to Kathy and Garfield. We're in the Maxine zone now. Of well, this show. She's like cool. Kathy, but she smokes. Yes. <laughs> Do you know, did you see, did either of you see the movie Edge of 17? No, yes. I didn't. Yeah. Same director, um, right? Same director, yeah. Kelly Freeman Craig. I heard it's good. It's terrific. She's two for two. Yeah. Two for two. Really like that movie. It also, yeah. it has a scene in it that is, uh, is that it's great as the, the teen protagonist is talking to her teacher and they keep talking to each other. And all of my... Have seen a lot of movies that went a different way. Was like, oh, please, God, don't get involved with your teacher. Mm -hmm. Yuck. Because there's another movie called Diary of a Teenage Girl mm -hmm. that I saw almost exactly at the same mm -hmm. time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Which is Kristen Wiig. And then her daughter is sleeping with the mom's boyfriend. It's all very disturbing. But I was like, oh, thank God. Every once in a while, we can watch a movie where an adult man oh. acts like a... Is Edge of Seventeen the one where it's the gay teen who's, who ends up with his like friend? No, it's a it's a girl. It's a Haley Steinfeld. It's a cishet. I don't want to say no because there may be a subplot in it that I'm not thinking about. There may about. be, but but it's um, Woody Harrelson is in it as the teacher. Okay, yeah, no, um, yeah, but it's very it's it also is very sweet. It's like you know what. It's not all just a bunch of horrible nightmare scenarios for teen girls. Sometimes mm -hmm. people can actually be nice to you and care and be adults at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I'm imagining it, it went a long way with her getting the the actual permission to adapt yeah. this, mm -hmm. this uh, long uh, held back book. Or yes. Back 49 Judy years she refused yeah. to, to give over the rights to make a movie. I see the reason not to do it because it's such an important book to so many people. That you make it into some fart comedy and then it's like, 
What? Okay, you kind of ruined it. Yeah. There was one reference to farts. Yes, there was. The yeah. grandma says if you yes. hear like a, a snore, she yeah. makes the sounds of a snore and a fart. And she says, if you hear those, that wasn't me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was your imagination. Yes. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and I was like, that's a great <laughs> grandma. That's a great grandma. That's, that's such great. a fun grandma. Uh, if you can't talk like that as a grandma, when can you? I don't know. When can you? I'll talk like that now. I don't know. I'm not a grandma yet. Okay, one thing, the one thing, oh my God. So the the little bit, okay, well, this is a huge spoiler. At the end, when she gets her period, mm-hmm. um, she's got that, like, like she looks in the mirror and she's like, oh, like, and listen. but then there's like, she does that smile that mm-hmm. you see in commercials. The one where they're just mm-hmm. like, ah, I'm relieved. <laughs> I did it. I've just had, uh, like, I've just woken up and I'm refreshed. And I'm like, I've never, ate, that shot is always so hard to do. <laughs> <laughs> and like because it's not a real it's not emotion. a real thing that actually people do <laughs> yeah, yeah have you been called upon to do oh, that yeah. expression yeah, yeah. i think it was like for verizon or something like you know like look out they're like happier happier than that like somebody tell her a joke and i was like oh, oh jesus no. christ help me <laughs> you're looking at seth myers standing on a balcony with a giant with giant verizon letters on the street mm-hmm. yeah but you've, you've had to do that have you had to do that that shot uh, I've heard of the flooding smile. Do you know what the flooding no, smile? No, what's that? Where you you don't just smile at someone mm-hmm. warmly. Mm-hmm. You take a second to take them in. Oh. And then your face floods with light. Oh, God. Wow. Yes, because that way they know that it's something to do with you and not just a general smile. Okay. This is good. This sounds like a gaslighting. This sounds like a love bombing technique. I'm going to no, use I a think it's, smile it's like, it's like to a, make people think I like them. Have well, you ever asked anybody to do that kind of smile in something you directed? N- no. <laughs> you don't make content with smiles. <laughs> You've never asked me directing to like smile. an intimate, uh, even an intimate scene is the funniest thing in the world's funnier than any scene I'll ever direct is me trying to direct. <laughs> like, so just, you know, you go, you approach her and, you know, uh, I, you, know, I you have, like her and uh, yeah, you're making you really weird hands. hand gestures right now. Like you've got them all sort of smooshed together. Move a little bit closer because because. Move oh, a little bit closer this, because you need to be in the same frame, really. Honestly, it just looks a little let bit Let me better show you with dolls. Yeah. Can I put your faces a little closer? Is, I can't wait till there's AI so that I can, <laughs> I can do that part. I, I had a this, – this is worse, I think, than what you're describing in terms of your ability to direct romantic scenes. I In film school, there was a guy who was directing a, a, a very – Let's say uh, not fully thought out script that involved an assault and a bunch of people pointing as the guy ran by, like judging him for having done this. So here's what happened. The guy goes, "Okay, now you do the scene and the woman's struggling and she's trying to get away. And then he says. There's another version of it where it's it's consensual and it's great. Mm -hmm. And he just says, "Okay, now do it the other way. Like, he was more uncomfortable directing a romantic scene yeah. than saying, do do the act of pretending to assault her, <laughs> mm-hmm. but just say, okay, now kiss her and like yeah. act like they were both into it. He did not say. He just said, now do the other thing. <laughs> <laughs> do do the, the nice one. <laughs> yeah. I was like, you're more uncomfortable with this? And I've never forgotten. Just like, that's incredible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is amazing. Do it the other way. Yeah, the other way. That's a good. That's good advice for a generation of men, though. You know what? Do it the other way. Do it the other way. 
to, yeah. Think about it the other way. That's the new, like, for directing, that's the new, like, louder, faster, funnier. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yes. The wow. other way. Do it the other way. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that wouldn't be a bad note just in general. I mean, yeah. this guy's kind of a genius. Mm. Is that if somebody's doing something, you don't like it. Just say, do it the other way. And they're like, there's another there's way. way. I got, I guess, <laughs> I guess there is another way. So I just need to find it. Mm. Clearly, there's because he's you got something know. very specific in mind. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. I think most actors wouldn't have a problem with that because most actors are just kind of like, do you like me? Did I mm-hmm. do it right? And then it's like, if you tell it's them, like, oh, yeah, yeah. That's, one of my actors. that's one of my actors texting me. Yes. And I said, did she yeah, get the part? I there was love a you. director, uh, like a Shakespeare director, you see Shakespeare Santa Cruz, and he used to give the note, strong choice, wrong choice. Oh, oh, oh that's ice cool. Yeah. <laughs> then did he say bitch at the end <laughs> no, of the No, I don't think so. <laughs> Strong choice, wrong choice. Yeah, that's like a that's like one of those really uh, elaborately decorated beers. Mm-hmm. You know, mm. like <laughs> the can is fancier than what's inside. Jeez, oof, wow. That's I don't, I don't, I don't care for that. Speaking of strong choice, wrong choice. Um, <laughs> uh, I didn't want to bring. I hesitate to bring this up. It is kind of tied though in with the marketing of this movie. Judy Bloom is 85 years old, mm-hmm. loves this movie, says it's a great adaptation of the film. She recently uh, made a comment because I, I just Googled her. It was like, oh, uh, no, do we have to cancel Judy Bloom? <laughs> she said she said to a British paper, she said, I uh, someone mentioned J.K. Rowling. I think they were trying to get her to comment mm-hmm. on J.K. Rowling. Uh-huh. She said, uh, by the way, I love J.K. Rowling. And I really support her, you know, what's oh, going boy. on there. And then later on, she clarified, uh, even in the inter- in that interview, she was like, I'm not up to date on every last thing that J.K. Rowling was right. saying. But which later on, she clarified, I sympathize with J.K. Rowling as someone who's being harassed online and facing a lot of harassment online, but I'm fully behind transgender rights. And uh, mm-hmm. and so she's, but there was like a little bit of a hiccup of mm-hmm. like, is is Judy Bloom in trouble? Is Judy Bloom a, 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 yeah. a but, but, but she seemed to have come out. And also, and I, I completely um, sympathize with Judy Bloom on this because she's 85 years old. Yes, we might. Well, and trying also- Trying to understand Twitter. I think it's different when you're the one making a statement as opposed to being asked a question and you're 85 years old. Yeah, she, uh, well, yeah, but not even Judy, not even the beloved Judy Bloom is, uh, is immune to these. Uh, Why don't you try it? Try it. Ask me what I think about J.K. Rowling. What, let's see what uh, happens when I, let's see how hard this is. Do you think Judy Bloom, or do you think, okay, uh, uh, so, do, so do you think J.K. Rowling should be the subject of, do uh, you think it's fair, the scrutiny that uh, J.K. Rowling is facing? Uh... Oh, oh, she uh-oh. just texted me. Oh, don't forget. I, just I keep being like, like, I'll get back to you. Your diary oh. is just yes. so loud. <laughs> Pop it off. <laughs> well, I keep writing to God. God is like on it today. Uh, yeah, J.K. Rowling um, is uh, in being uh, an idiot mm-hmm. about digging in on this really repulsive kind of supposed feminism, which isn't feminism at all. It has mm-hmm. nothing to do with feminism. And uh, people like the books about little wizards and mm-hmm. that you like you could think that she sucks and find the books of something you enjoyed at one point. Hmm. Like, get over it. I think you're going to get a job on the Judy Bloom PR team with that with an answer that. Yeah, is it really that hard? You just say yeah. no. All Everything you have to she do is call J.K. Stupid. Rowling a shithead. And, uh, and <laughs> yeah, we don't need to put that in there. But I really just don't believe that the, the question of J.K. Rowling is not difficult. Uh, she says dumb, dumb, stupid shit. 
and, and keeps on saying and it. keeps saying it and keeps and doubling, doubling down, down and being like i'm a feminist I'm like no Ugh. you're not that's not feminism yeah it's stupid she really, and bad. she really double she takes she does not miss an opportunity to to like triple down on yeah it's uh, like calm down this woman weird agenda yes like, very Ugh. weird agenda that has absolutely nothing to do with magic is my problem yes. it has no oh, sorry i thought he was thinking about magic in a different sense <laughs> magic the gathering you know i mean like you mean like the magic castle and stuff like that what does that have to do <laughs> yeah you know has very little to do with sleight of hand and the yes. cups and balls oh my god i would never here's the thing i would never Go see Close Up Magic with J.K. Rowling. I would never do it. Mm. I would with Judy Bloom. And what if it was a golden ticket? A golden what if you ticket. had a, like, what if you opened a candy bar? I'm just going to really mix the metaphor here. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And there was a golden ticket saying uh-huh. that you got to go to the Magic Castle, but you did have to go with J.K. Rowling. <gasps> Oh, oh dang! You, you know go? what? If they the asked Magic Judy Castle Bloom that, notoriously... I would be like, "Fair that that was complicated," and that would be you. like a, a reasonably valuable because it's expensive to go there. It's expensive <laughs> to go there. You have you to go for dinner. It's not expensive, and mm. it's easy to get invited. But uh, you have to oh, have no, wear an no, outfit. No, you need a you need an insider invitation to <laughs> get to the Magic anyone, Castle. And anyone in LA. <laughs> uh, You've been right. Was oh it? Yeah. Yes. yeah, 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 yeah. We've all been because it's not hard to get in. <laughs> it's actually a little bit harder. There are, I think, a lot of people stopped their membership during the pandemic mm, because they couldn't go. That, that did it just shut down completely? No, there were like the classes went online and the shows. Well, some of the some there were some shows, but they were online. Uh, online magic. Online magic. I'm sorry, Dude, Zoom I magic can was do a, that. It was a thing. It was a huge <laughs> thing. Oh wow! Did it disappear or did it just go out of frame? Yeah, no, no, I'm not saying it was good. I'm saying it was a thing. <laughs> oh my God. How did you do edits in improv on Zoom? That I was don't what got know. me. I don't know. I just don't like watching improv in like the Brady Bunch format. I don't oh. like watching improv. I gotta watch it. I gotta oh, come on now. You've watched improv. I have. That's how I know I don't want to watch it ever again. You, are you saying you you didn't enjoy all those hundreds of hours of improv watching? I think it might um, be thousands of hours. Yeah, and I did it too, so I'm allowed to say that I don't want to watch it ever again. Yeah, I don't want to do. I watch by children's Zoom again. improv. That's Anytime anything happens in person, I'm thrilled. Yeah, too, uh, honestly. You would go see improv unless the parking is really terrible, in which case I'm a little bit okay with it. Mm -hmm. Not not shows so much, but I mean, I'm fine with a Zoom meeting or a class. Oh, yeah, that's fine. That's worthless. It's not interaction I need. I took classes at the Magic Castle on Zoom, which which, the weird thing is I've never met anybody I went to class with. (gasps) Do you think like multiple classes with the same people? Do you think if you went, they would they would be like that person's been dead for 10 years? (laughs) 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 I think they might. Well, it's that time of the show where I give my mom a panic attack assessment. Mm. And oh my God, you guys, this is a dream. I would love to have a kid, which I will have, <laughs> who has. <laughs> I've got news for you. Uh, You're saying that mine will have a period? Ooh. Hey, who knows? Uh, yes, very likely we'll have a period, and I would hope that I will be this. Maybe. Uh, oh, sorry, never mind. I was gonna say maybe on this very chair. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> maybe. 
Oh, I hope I have better chairs. It'll be a bunch of years. Uh, I really hope I have better chairs. But yeah, I would hope that I would be this present and alive as a mom and as a grandma as is depicted in here. Mm-hmm. And to me, that mm-hmm. is like the very beginning of the movie. It's the grandma, the, the daughter and the mom all lifting a heavy suitcase after camp out of the back of this mm-hmm. car. And I think it's no accident that that those are the people that we meet first. It's like, these are the women. Yes, there's a dad, but these are the women that are significant in this story. These are the three ages. And I loved that. I loved that this is a movie about women figuring themselves out at various stages of their lives. Awesome. Um, aspirational. And Softy is very sweet and seems lost also. <laughs> but I, I love him in a protective sort of way in this movie. I'm like, oh, what a sweet dad to have who's sort of like a big dork who is just like so in love with the women. But in his, his mom life. is a lot. His mom is he a lot. He's in- he's he doesn't like, he doesn't blow up at her. No, he doesn't seem like he's like ah again. He's just like you're yeah. a, you're a lot, but I also, you know, like he's just he seems to be in love with the 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 family that he has, which is very sweet. I li- yeah. I do actually like how the the mom's like like she, she's like put the mom on the phone. She's like yeah. like clearly yeah. she like yeah. calls her up to boss her around. Yeah. She's like no, yeah. I'm not going to pick up that phone call. No, yeah. I'm not going to be doing that. This guy better like his family. Yeah. Safi's punching slightly above his weight with Rachel uh, McAdams. I think he knows mm-hmm. he plays that very well. Of like I know I am, and yeah. I know you gave up a lot for me. And there's one scene where they're fighting, and he makes this little groaning sound. I was like that was. There's there's some heat in this dynamic that's very interesting for a movie about children. It's like, oh, that sounds like hard to paint birds. Yeah, very hard, hard to paint, to paint birds. live birds. Yes. yes, but she wants to paint birds and it's so great that she cares. Oh, yeah, she tries to paint that bird. Yeah. I forgot all about that bird. <gasps> but then she ultimately does get to paint the bird. Yeah. I mean, let's face it. She does. Probably, yeah. So I would give this movie a G... For just to, you know, uh, God, if you're, ha- if you, if just <laughs> had a you there, God, gee, for God. And if you just had a baby and you're like, what the hell did I do? The climate change, the mm-hmm. shootings, the everything bad. This is a great movie to calm your postpartum anxiety, mm-hmm. depression, just world ending feelings. Just this is great. Great. It's. I mean, as somebody who doesn't have kids and and, and is, it would be sca- actually just terrified ever to even consider the prospect. I, I did watch it, going like, "Oh, this is a wonderful portrait of a family that." Where, hey, the kid is super nice. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm like the kid. Mm-hmm. Just to have this kid mm-hmm. would be great. You it's know? a good one. Yeah. But sometimes the kid it goes that. Sometimes it goes that way, and sometimes it's you know the omen. Sometimes you get yeah. That's right. You never um, know, Ryan. Um, you know what you'd get though. <laughs> Um, you little Damien. <laughs> you mean the omen? Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. But you know what? He's he's very af- effective as a child. He's a very motivated oh, child. Yeah. He, oh, he's snappy, a rising, snappy uh, dresser. A, rises and grinds every mm-hmm. day. Yeah. Like, <laughs> rise and grind, yeah. Don't yeah. we just love that about certain kids or just go-getters? Yes. Yeah. He's fitting in. All right. Well, then we can have the more general review of the movie. Uh, One to four somethings in the movie. Is it period uh, pads? Is Um, it boobs? 
Yeah. Four boobs is weird. That seems like that's like a total recall thing. Yeah. What's the name of the bra that they all get? Oh, the The grow grow with you, something like that. The grow bra. Grow bra. bra? Yes, Mm -hmm. they all get the grow bra, except for the one who gets the (gasps) thirty-six double A, and is so proud. I don't even think. Oh, there we go. There we go. Someone. Um, That's that's, you know what happened. Victoria's Secret probably heard and sent an email. They're listening, and it's like that thing where they can we send you out loud in the conversation uh, your bra size, which I won't say on here mm-hmm. but it's bigger than a double a let's let's just say it is her bragging about the double a is very yes funny. it's very funny um, double a is like i don't even think you can get that in a normal store <laughs> also i just like that she like the first thing she does is like has to get naked in front of this girl she's just met who then like really clearly checks her out just to make sure oh yeah she wants to see does. the competition I don't. I just think it's interesting. I've never seen someone naked and not been like, "Let me look at every part of their body." It's so fascinating. Why is your body like? That? What about Borat? Borat? Yeah. Borat gets naked and he gets very naked. Borat. Did I don't remember. I saw it. I don't remember. It's not like I remember every. I don't have like some weird uh, recall for nakedness. I just will always look. Okay. That's- yeah. Judy Bloom has total recall. Yeah, she does. In that documentary, she's like, I remember everything. Yeah, she does. I want to yeah. see that. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It'll, it's a good, uh, it's one of those like, n- n- this person never did anything wrong ever mm-hmm. documentaries, but that's fine. That's yeah, fine. like she had control over the documentary, but you know. Yeah, it's like the Nora Ephron one about, that has her uh, kid made. The um, we're gonna, right, so, we'll rate this movie. Uh, we'll we'll figure out on a scale of one to four. Anne and I will both rate the movie uh, first. But Leslie, your review is actually cancels out our reviews Ooh. and every other review ever. Yeah, every other review ever. So just yeah, like so this okay, is not. Okay, Rowling has consult. anything to say about this? All right, they don't need to consult Rotten Tomatoes. They don't need to consult. Okay, Leonard Maltin, so and so. Leslie's review is actually so powerful. The okay. guest is given a, such a powerful distinction that your your review okay. will actually yes. take okay. take exactly. precedence over. Exactly. Um, okay. So we're talking about, we're going to rate, are you there, God? It's me, Margaret. Why am I having such a hard time saying the name of this movie? On a scale of one to four. Maxi pads? Are there maxi pads in the movie? Yeah, eventually, but. Yeah. I don't know. Moms? 36A bra, double A bras? Is, okay. is that the measurement? Because that, that kind of stands out. That's that stands huge. out to me. I don't know if it's 36. Maybe it's like 32? 32. 20, I think it was yeah. like 28. Is 28? That... Yeah, because she's tiny. Yeah. She's a baby. I think, I think that would be funny. Are we going to yeah. get put on some kind of list if we make that the rating? Of no, the, of the we're thing? not. Okay. okay. Let's say it's 30. Okay, 30 double A. 30 double A's. Okay, 30 yeah, double A's. Sounds like bad, many, a bad A's, oh, no, A's Yeah, yeah. The more A's you have, the smaller the boobies. That's how you know. Yeah, I think this movie is uh, uh, a delight. I had absolutely no interest in seeing it. I desperately did not want to watch it. Really? <laughs> I was so not excited to see it. You were anti-Margaret? Really? I absolutely... Because I have no feelings oh, about it. because you haven't read the book. I have that's no why. association yeah. with it. I'm just like, oh, that's something that in my family, it was like, yuck, Judy Bloom's popular. Boo, it's bad. Read Dickens. And I was like... Ugh, I don't like in that. Not, the period scenes yeah. in Dickens are awful. <laughs> yeah. They'll take place in like uh, the bedlam. artful Dodger. Yeah. All the, I mean, there's a lot of really some, there's some sus bits of, uh, 
of Dickens. But anyway. Yeah, Bleak House is all about periods. <laughs> it's weird how every single Dickens is just periods, girls dying in the snow. Periods and girls dying in the snow, that's it. Orphans, periods. Um, Yeah, I just, I had no interest in seeing this. I was like, this, I would, ra- I would seriously rather go to sleep. And then I went to see it and I was like, oh my God, this is so sweet and I love it. So I give it, uh, I give it a full four tiny little bra. Wow. I just think it's great. It's really sweet. And I, and it's a movie that I can actually show my kid like tomorrow, Mm -hmm. basically. I think kids eight to 80. I think, I think, I think babies could watch this. I think there's nothing. There's absolutely nothing. Oh, really? What's God? Is that a thing? And I'll be like, oh, whoops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. More, I think more. This is like I, I'm so happy this movie exists because it's like, oh yeah, it's a movie that deals with. It's not for. It's not avoiding these themes, these mm-hmm. these tough themes, but it's not portraying. It is portraying them in, in a family friendly way. Um, and uh, I'm just like, cool. like, yeah. It's even you're saying it's aspirational view of no, perhaps there's adolescence no sex and scene in it though. Despite of what I said about Benny Softy, mm. there's no sex scene. Yeah. In it. <laughs> I also uh, really, really uh, thought this movie was terrific. I think, you know, it's weird. Like when you talk about these movies that have like the like at its core is a, is, is kindness and or whatever. It, but that makes me want to not see the movie mm-hmm. now. This, it makes me want to actually not yeah. even. Okay. Uh, oh, you saw that preview too. Which one? The one about kindness. Oh, was there a kindness? Preview? Yeah, there was a movie about like it was a movie about the Holocaust. No, it wasn't the Holocaust. It was a movie about like you know it was a movie about the Holocaust, but like how kindness can can threaten your life or something. <gasps> oh, or, oh yeah. wow. the White Bird, White that, Bird that ran right before the oh, movie. Yeah. You missed exactly. it. It's okay. a it's it's a kid who's a bully, and then the grandma is like, "Let me tell you a story about the Holocaust and how it was bad, and bullies are bad." Oh. Dang. Don't be a Nazi, grandchild. But this, in this movie... This is not even on the, this is not even a problem. There's no, yeah, yeah. I think like that, that whole trend, which I'm, which I'm not, that hope punk thing, which Mm -hmm. I'm, which I uh, am allergic to. Uh, This movie just had characters being just nice to each other. And, Mm -hmm. and there's, and, and um, it it just kind of, rather than like speechify about Mm -hmm. it, it just kind of sets a good example through the um, behavior of the characters. I think that this, uh, the, the one person we forgot to mention who's involved in this movie is James L. Brooks, who's. Serves as kind of, I think, as something of a mentor to uh, the director here, um, Kelly Freeman Craig, and uh, this is has a very Brooksian feel to it. It feels to me like you could put it next to Terms of Endearment or one of those movies. And I think the one thing I would say is that the box office disappointment of this movie, which is it, it's come out and it's it's proved to be something of a disappointment, to me is very discouraging mm-hmm. because this is is a popular piece of of IP of children's YA IP and anytime a good movie goes under scene people are like I don't know this could be the end of movies this one really does discourage me because I'm like the fact that they can't you can't get people out to see this movie which is just a super accessible funny emotional movie to me Mm -hmm. is like come on people like right but they're they're all gonna watch it streaming they are gonna watch it streaming and people will say well they found it streaming and everyone loves it streaming but i'm like that that basically makes it so that the next time there's something like this it just goes straight to streaming which Mm -hmm. is fine but i had a great time sitting with an audience laughing at Mm -hmm. it i thought it was that was there was something unique to that experience and how many tiny little bras do you give it though 
how many tiny little bras do I give it? I'm going to give it, I'm going to give it the same rating I gave Air, mm-hmm. which is a 3.7. This is kind of a banger five. of a kid's movie, if uh, I do say so. Of what? <laughs> if I, it is, yes, I called yeah. Air a banger. I was like, yes. <laughs> it's a banger of a kid's movie. Uh, I, I'm going to give it, not because I found any like specific fault with it. I just think like this could turn into a classic where I watch it a bunch in the future or I, or it may not with me so much resonate so much. So it, it might, it may be a four in a year or it may be a three and a half in a year, but uh, so I'm going to give it a 3.75, but I wouldn't be surprised if this movie, like at the end of the year was in my top five or 10 movies of the year. I think it's a mm-hmm. really strong movie. Okay. Mm-hmm. And now time for Leslie. All right. Well, being Silence. the final arbiter of the quality of this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I agree with you. I would give it four tiny, well elasticated bras. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought it was great. I mean, you know, and people are really, yeah, they are very, very nice, but also like it's kids kind of big dicks to other kids as the in the way that they do. Like, you know, one girl kind of gets bullied and, you know, the but, you know, the kids express regret and mm-hmm. yeah, it's it, it's good. Uh, I like the way that it ended that the sort of like the really irritating girl is like she's not totally left alone, but people like the people who are probably going to drift from her are starting to drift. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, maybe she's about to learn a lesson about how he behaves so that she doesn't have to lose her friends. <laughs> yeah. Like, just don't talk smack about everybody with boobs. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I really enjoyed it. Um, I, I, yeah, I'm trying to figure out, like, if I'd want to watch it again and under what circumstances. And I don't know, but I really hope, I, yeah, I hope my nephew gets to see it. Yeah. yeah. You can, yeah. you can make him watch it. I'd also say, like, take I your can't boys. I can't do anything. <laughs> take the boys. Well, this isn't just a girl's movie. Yeah. Like, yeah. Then at the end of the movie, they'll be like, what, what, what is a period though? <laughs> yeah. Well, they need to learn it. What's happening to oh, them? Oh, well, God, there was some really good, like a nourishing environment for the baby or oh, something. Like some really yes. gross, like, <laughs> yes. in the film that they show. Like, yeah, I mean, it's pretty clearly explained. Yeah. Yeah. You will learn at least that. Yeah. But now what it looks like. A nutritious like environment for the baby or what? like what's, that's what it, what it creates. Makes it sound like. Uh, the cave in Alien, when they like all the aliens movies, when they go in and there's like little little blobs in there, that is essentially what a uterus is, guys. Anyway, so how many tiny little bras do you give it? Four, four tiny little bras. Four four tiny four. little bras. Wow, nice, nice. nice. This is a mama needs a movie rave review. Yes, yeah, we're in the. Uh, we don't have a Doughboy's term for it. We had a nice time at the movies. That's a good one. <laughs> That's a, <laughs> wow. Really nailed that yep, branded yeah. idea. Uh, yeah. We, uh, the, uh, the podcast guild called and said, it's, the, the, uh, our ratings are already too complicated. Uh, yeah. We don't need to mm-hmm. add. Uh, yes, they did. Well, yeah. are you marching for the podcast guild? Am I marching for it? Yes. Oh, yes. I've been to several <laughs> meetings and uh, we're getting our signs together. And uh, God, mm-hmm. that would be an insufferable uh, picket. Those would be uh, very that, long yeah. signs. Yeah. Yeah. I'm involved in a radio thing right now in a, in a, in a, in a public radio project where, where there's talk about um, making a lot of those jobs sag. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, yeah, so there's more that, and more of that. Yeah, there is. I think that... that uh, sad? Oh, no, they don't need uh, help like, making it that, that, that Sad? Yeah. 
<laughs> Abu hoo hoo. Abu hoo hoo. Okay. Well, uh, thank yes. you so so very much. Thank you so much, if Leslie. If people want to find you, where can we you. find you on the internet? Uh, you can find me on Instagram at at uh, Leslie L E S L E Y, and then I believe hyphen no dot, and then T S I N A. Yeah, mm-hmm. not hyphen dot Leslie dot Cena at in, on Instagram. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Twitter a tiny bit, but yeah. I don't really. I mostly just repost things, um, or just go to my website because that's what everybody looks for. Yeah. Yes. Also, also, I'll say this about you: people may not know that you do professional voice. A lot of professional voice work. Mm -hmm. This voice that you have heard today is a professional voice. Yes. Uh, And uh, and it can be uh, uh, it can be yours for a small fee. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, but you'll read like a full audio book. You'll read like you do that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm starting to do that kind of thing. And yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, or actually, if you want to read a real book um i wrote one it is well, it's a little little bit older now but it's a uh, restart me up the unauthorized unaccurate oral history of windows 95 mm-hmm. <laughs> so yes if you want to read a fake oral history of windows 95 that you can finish within probably two hours um i believe it we were charted under kindle two-hour reads <laughs> oh nice <laughs> so when you're done watching tetris yeah. and blackberry and blackberry <laughs> oh, and God. Is there another one? Uh, Air. Anything where it's a a product? The one, you know, the one about Elizabeth, uh, the the Theranos show. Oh, Uh yes. The uh, the dropout. The dropout. Then read that one. Yeah. Yeah, If you want to read about, um, if you want to read about uh, Bill Gates fighting a giant sentient bug in an arena while people cheer, you Mm -hmm. should read my book. Again, Bo is Afraid. A lot of Bo is Afraid references on this trip. (laughs) That might be in that movie. We'll never know. Uh, well, thank you, you so much. And if you want to follow us, you can go to Mama Needs a Movie Pod on Instagram and Mama Pod on Twitter. Uh, and of course, our Patreon. Look out for that. And yeah, you can follow us on Letterboxd. Those are the places. That's it. We'll That's be back much next it. week with another episode of, I think, another new movie. I think so. I think yeah. it's going to be another new movie. I think so. If you made it this far, I love you. Call me. <laughs> Thanks so much, Leslie. Uh, Bye. Bye. Bye.